Hello. Hi. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, the podcast, where I bring you the circumstance, they brings you the pomp. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. Drinks, 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 drinks. Drinks, 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 drinks. Drinks, dystopia. How are you? I am fantastic. Are you fantastic? What yeah. are you drinking? Um, drinking my homebrew again. I thought you had some kind of rum and coke there. No, I know, I know there's a, there's a big ball of ice in there. You put ice in your beer? Well, what I had was I did have a gin and gin and um, lemonade. I'm kind of horrified that you would put lemonade in gin. That's just wrong on everything. It tastes level. so much better though. No, it does. That's wrong. It does. You're wrong. To be fair, you have the world on your side, so <laughs> you might be right. But, you know. Not just the world as well. The world that lived and now is dead. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds yeah. of years of people, <laughs> billions of people alive and dead all agree with you. And but, the Queen. And the Queen. Which basically does just make you right. So, <laughs> I concede. So, I'm bringing the pomp now. Yeah, yeah. You certainly are. Um, okay. This min- oh, backtrack corner. I don't think we have anything to... Back- oh, we do have a backtrack Oh, here we go. Go on. What did Lee get wrong? He didn't get it wrong. The backtrack isn't about you getting things wrong. Everything's about me, Tanya, in some way. Everything's about me. Okay, so my brother yeah. got in contact with what us. What is it with your brother <laughs> sending in to say, oh, Lee said this and it was wrong? <laughs> Craig, sod off, okay? <laughs> he gets the badge for number one listener because he tells yeah. me all the things you did wrong. Okay. No, he didn't. In fact, I asked him, do yeah. dogs have hands? That's what I asked him. And he right. said, of course they do. Or else, how could they play poker? In that famous painting where they play poker. Touché, and they're dealing, they're dealing a hand. Yeah, yeah, touche. Okay. I read that text message from him when I was in work. And I slammed the things down on my desk. And I was like, he's right! <laughs> <laughs> a By solution Joe. to this debate at last. It is solved. By Jove, sir. If a dog can play poker, it must have hands. <laughs> no. Okay, this week's mini question. Okay. So the two things of this week are themed to the fact that um, I read Ready Player One since the last podcast. Oh, written by... <laughs> oh, damn it. I love the fact you don't know who wrote the book that you just read. Uh, I want to say it begins with E, so it's like Eric Klein. Ernest Klein. So Ready Player One written by Ernest Klein, released yeah. in 2011. <laughs> Really? Did that come out in 2011? Yeah, because I had to check. Cause That's very recent. I thought it was in, like, in the 80s or something. Well, yeah, it's all based on the fact that um, it's all based around the 80s. And it's obviously the big film that just came out recently, which mm. I haven't seen. But I, like Lee can attest to this, I couldn't put it down. Like I read she almost all of it in a day, like on that Sunday. Um, but anyway, so today's mini question and main question are themed to ideas from this book. Right, okay, okay. You'll notice our podcasts are just themed to whatever sci-fi I'm kind of obsessed with at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the mini question this week is, in this book, you can kind of buy, in the virtual reality, uh, a ship, and that's how you sail around. So you, you have to actually go places using ships or teleportation. You can't just be there. Like, Isn't like that a, what teleportation is, though? Well, teleportation, yeah, but it's really expensive. So most people own, like, a ship. Okay. But you can buy a ship from anything. So a lot of people have the Millennium Falcon or they have, uh, yeah, I mean, they have famous ships. Right. So what if you were in the Oasis, which is the virtual reality world here, mm-hmm. and you were playing the game, what famous spaceship would you fly? What, Does it have to be a spaceship? It just has to be a ship in space. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, could I have HMS Victory and it can just fly through space? Um, 
I suppose you could if it was like a steampunk version. Yeah, yeah. But you are kind of missing how many amazing spaceships there are. Enterprise. It would have to be the Enterprise, wouldn't it? Because it's got the Red holodeck. Dwarf? What about the Red Dwarf? Have you seen the TV show Red Dwarf? The ship doesn't work. It's but a you pile can make, of junk. You can kind of make the insides. I don't think you're restricted to the insides. Right. But I think it's the outside shell. Okay. Like an avatar, that's what you fly. Right. You don't have to name it the same thing or anything. You've got right. the Futurama, you could have the Futurama. Again, garbage. It's a garbage But it but look ship. looks cool. <laughs> so you're just concerned about the in the exterior yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. the interior. Yeah. So what's the coolest looking ship on the outside is what you're saying? That's the question really. Right, okay. Uh still the Enterprise probably. Yeah, the Enterprise is a pretty good one. Um, does, does Optimus Prime count as a spaceship? I mean, it, well, considering he's a lorry, no. Yeah, but, but he's an alien. Yeah. Made of metal <laughs> that came from space. Uh, that flew okay, okay. <laughs> in space. Now I'm getting where you're going from. Well, like, uh, <laughs> I think, oh, there's like the Dreadnoughts from like the Mass Effect series they're really cool I think that's mentioned in the book a really? few times yeah. really mm-hmm. okay well I'll take a Dreadnought from Mass Effect then okay not cool. what I thought you'd go for but yeah what did you think I'd go for I thought you'd go for the Red Dwarf one for the it's uniqueness it's so of bad it. though yeah but it, it's the it's the uniqueness of it knowing that yeah, it comes from something you love I suppose but like the Red Dwarf like it's supposed to, it's essentially the space version of like an oil tanker it's not supposed to be pretty or you know it, it's just to transport. I don't even know what the purpose of Red Dwarf is, actually. What about the Borg Cube? Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, the Borg Cube's a really good one, so actually. No, but it's awesome. Like a cube just flying through space. A black cube. Yeah, it's great. That's interesting in itself, is like the shape of a spaceship. Because it's interesting that that's what they designed in Star Trek. Because like somebody obviously was like, there's no air resistance. You can have any shape you want. Why wouldn't it be a cube? Yeah, you I know. suppose the, the Enterprise as well, though, when you look... Because we were watching... Um, the Toys That Made Us, a documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the Enterprise. And when I was looking at it, it just looked like an old 60s spaceship, like the old saucer, flying yeah. saucer, with an extended thing on it. Yeah, ex- essentially, yeah. And it kind of goes to show that people didn't quite get it at that point, because there is no reason for a spaceship to be streamlined or aerodynamic, because you would build it in space, obviously. like Anything like that, which was going to be you know intergalactic, you would build it in space you wouldn't build it on earth so the Borg cube makes the most sense well actually a sphere would make the most sense because you get the most area in the least with the least amount of um you know material so a sphere so actually the death star is the smartest design really i've um so i'm what's your answer because i've just realized yeah that this i'm going to give you a little bit of a hint here that this actually is going into the territory of next week's subject so i'm gonna have to push you for your answer yeah because i don't want you to use up all the material dreadnought mass effect wrong oh okay (laughs) i I didn't realize this was a right or wrong can i go for the one can i oh my god what's it called the steven spielberg one with the kid the space navigator what's that one Oh, Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. Maybe well, that's that's that essentially ship. just a liquid metal ship that can change shape. Yeah, so, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most logical spaceship, actually. <laughs> Who would have thought, like, a kid's movie, Flight of the Navigator, which is essentially forgotten. It's yeah, not forgotten by me. Yeah, not forgotten by us. But I bet you if we asked anybody under the age of 25 to tell us about Flight of the Navigator, they'd have no idea. And yet, logically the best spaceship because it, it if you as soon as you come into the atmosphere you can it can you know because it, it's made of liquid metal or whatever it's made of it goes to the shape it's made of the terminator isn't it essentially yeah it's made <laughs> of the the of the yeah the, of the liquid terminator 
it can be aerodynamic but then as soon as it goes into space it can be whatever shape it wants obviously yeah you're, right. you're actually right I think you win that one <laughs> One nil to Tanya. When you start thinking of how many ships there are from sci-fi, it's actually really cool. It'd be good to like do a, like a poster of all of them. Yeah, I'm sure like you know people would be sure like, oh, exists. what about Battlestar Galactica and what about yeah, yeah, no, definitely, you know, Firefly and stuff. But you know, it's flight than Avgaya. End of story. Sorry, stomping again. <laughs> okay, so this week's question that I thought about during a conversation we were having, and I couldn't i had to leave the room to stop myself from asking you just in passing conversation okay okay so in this book i know you haven't read it but in this book virtual reality has kind of taken over everyone's lives so you exist in the real world but your school your most people's jobs are all in what you call the oasis so you basically live about 80 percent of your life online okay so a lot of areas in this oasis um, especially the school areas, are no um, fighting. You can't fight each other. So I wanted to propose to you, would it be okay for... Would it be... I can't think of how to word this. You you come from a background where you think it's... I think everyone agrees that... Hang on, let me start again. <laughs> <laughs> in this world that we live in, we know that we shouldn't commit violence against someone. Mm-hmm. So do you think it is acceptable to ban all violence in the video game? No. no. But like in the, not necessarily in like the areas you go to have fights. Right. But like in the shopping areas and in the schools and stuff and generally. Unless oh. you go into an actual fighting area. Yeah. Is that okay to ban that? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. So what are you basing that on? Um, well, you know, I suppose you say violence is when violence occurs outside of a sanctioned, um, delineated area. So, for example, in a boxing ring or in UFC or in a battle, even in a war zone or whatever, then that's one thing. But if it if it happens elsewhere, that is egregious, isn't it? It's it's there's something has gone. By, by initiating violence, you are either breaking the law or you're violating someone's rights. There is, there is very few circumstances I can think, I can't think of any, where you would be, where the initiation of violence in a non-violent, in a non, where violent is not, violence is not specifically um, allowed, mm. where it would be acceptable. Okay. So if you could control that and say, well, in this area, no violence can be committed... So do you feel that way? This is kind of a weird one. Normally I give you just a world and we talk about it, but I'm giving mm. you a question and working the world from that. Okay. Okay, so do you think it would be okay, though, if in the real world we found a drug that you could give to people to stop them being violent? Would that be okay if you forced everyone to take it? Oh, okay. Now this is... Okay, we're, we're overlapping here, aren't we? Which is... This no, is why this it's a good question. Yeah, but the reason I'm proposing it to you in this weird way is because yeah. if... Yes, like it sounds really simple online. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course you ban players being able to fight each other because you can and it's easy. But if we live almost all of our lives in the computer, Mm. isn't it your human right to be able to do that because this way you're living your life? And doesn't the Oasis take on more? It's not just a company-owned thing anymore. It's kind of publicly owned. Right. Because everyone's living in it. Yeah. Um... 
And when you die, you don't really die, you just reset. But in this world, everyone is paying for everything they own. So you pay for the t-shirt you're wearing in the Oasis. You pay for everything. Mm. So is it okay for then somebody to let off a bomb that nukes essentially an entire, like like a million users, and they have to start again? Yeah. Because then surely corporations would just go out and morally... Pay somebody to do it. Do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Morally, you haven't really actually done anything, but you have, because people paid money. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. I feel like you can see where I'm going. I Go. Can, I can, I can see what you're... This is not very funny. <laughs> Last week you talked about dogs for like an hour. Yeah, and everyone loved that. <laughs> so like all the ones where we're like, let's talk about politics. And I was like, oh, fuck this, off. This isn't politics. This isn't politics. Because it's... I'm not talking about government choosing it. I'm talking about a computer system. Yeah. See, now, I would argue... The argument I would make is this. Uh, is that... The reason why we say, we, well, we say you can't commit violence against people and then we have a legal system to do it after the fact. The only reason we have a legal system and a way to do, to do it after the fact is that we have no way to stop it before it happens. Whereas, so the whole idea is like, well, my freedom to, you know, throw my arms around. My, <laughs> I'm just going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Get in my way. <laughs> exactly. My, my freedom to throw, to throw punches ends at the beginning of your nose you know like as soon as i make contact with you i well I, i'm trying to show something here so obviously <laughs> you have to really have a, don't yeah that's right but it's um yeah so but if we had a system if it so happened to exist where we could stop that uh, rights infringement happening to begin with then I think that would be completely acceptable. Now, see, I'm grinning like a bit of a crazy person right now because yeah. you've kind of walked into the trap I set for you. I could tell that a trap was being laid. <laughs> because... Go on. About three podcasts ago, mm -hmm. you said that you wouldn't allow us to take a tablet that caused us to not be violent anymore. Yeah. So how do you police those two things? How do I, how do I reconcile. reconcile those two seemingly contradictory <laughs> positions? Well... <laughs> Interesting you should say that, because this is where I say the overlap begins, because there's a difference between someone saying, I'm going to go into a system called the Oasis, mm. and one of the rules of that system is that I cannot initiate violence in certain circumstances. I am voluntarily agreeing to that by accessing the Oasis, okay, right? Okay, but that's not the situation. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I understand that that's what you're saying, but like... If the, situa the situation in this is that everywhere you can fight apart from the schools in the book. Yeah, yeah. And then something happens and then I'm going to say that something happens that they don't like. So then the programmers decide to bring in this law that unless you're in a certain zone, you can't fight. Okay. But even then, even with that, I would say the reason why I would say you can't force someone to take a tablet is, is from the essential rule of you own your body right mm -hmm. so you own your body i own my body and from that flows a range of consequences but you own your avatar and you use it for most of your life uh, yeah but an avatar is kind of in these circumstances it is essentially something like a car or something like that it's it's a it's a it's a thing that ex like my body you can't force me to like the same way you know like this is the argument for abortion isn't it it's like well a woman's body a woman's choice it's like well my, I, if you own your body what right does the, anyone else to say that you can't have an abortion? It's or... like you just walked onto an ice-filled <laughs> lake, and you just you just you just plant this right in this 
I see like there's cracks everywhere. What do you mean? Why would you use that as an example? Well, no. I'm just saying that with the one which is like you have to take this drug, that is essentially what you're doing is is you're saying that that person doesn't own their body, that the state owns their body. So the state is like you have to take this mind altering, body altering drug okay. because the state owns your body, right? Whereas in, whereas in this one, it's slightly different because what you're doing is you're accessing a virtual world. My body is not in any way being violated. I'm not being forced to take drugs. I'm not being forced to do anything. But my character mm-hmm. within this virtual world has restrictions. Okay. But that's fine. That's not violating my actual bodily rights. What if somebody had a cybernetic arm? Mm. And the government pro and not government and it was programmed into it by the creators that it couldn't cause violence. Is that okay? Because now it's part of their body, but it's a mechanical object. Oh god damn you! <laughs> god damn this episode should just be called Tanya's Advocate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Moral dilemmas. By Tanya. <laughs> um, okay. So. Again, I would think I would say that, but if it, if it it's not infringing on my rights, because I because my rights end where your rights begin. But it's not. It's okay. Okay. Mm, well, yeah. let's put it this way then. So somebody, you've got an arm or an avatar in the computer yeah. that's yeah. been programmed to not commit violence against anyone, but someone else has hacked that system. Yeah. You are unable to defend yourself, or someone's attacking you <laughs> because of that arm. Yeah. I'm using two two examples at the same time. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Uh, because of that arm, you can't attack the person attacking you in the real world. And if you had, an, if we put it into avatar terms, you can't attack the hacker that can now put violence against you. Yeah. Surely, as your human right, you should be allowed to use what you have to defend yourself. Yeah, but that's the difference I would the difference I would make. It's like you're not allowed to initiate violence, but you're allowed to defend yourself, uh, but, aren't you? But this is a simple arm. It's like. But it's not simple, though, is it? It's punch. a it's a bionic <laughs> fucking arm. It's not simple at all. Must not punch. <laughs> okay, well that's dumb. Then. Yeah, no. If it, if it's like must well, not stab. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that's... Must not press nuke button. <laughs> That's the three rules of psychotic arms. So right now, like, so I, I'm going to invoke now. This is suddenly the gun debate has suddenly just come into this. Has so it? we've talked about abortion. No, we haven't. Now we're talking about the gun debate. We haven't talked about them. We've just grazed past them quickly. Yeah, we've yeah, because that's field. the best way to deal with we're them. We're frolicking through a field. We've yeah, past and we'll just have a glancing blow of, you know, American Not gun rights. We can't punch them. We no, that's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why are you asking me these questions? Um, it's let's, go, let's go back to the to the virtual world thing. Okay. It seems a lot easier. Right. Um, I suppose a hacker is something that is not part of that world, isn't it? It's not something... It would be the programmer's fault. So if you died because of a hacker, you could... Offic- I suppose you could... Just reinstate the person with yeah, all of you, their yeah, exactly. things intact. Okay. Do you think it changes it, though? Because in this world... People upgrade their like warrior levels. Like you, you're upgrading all the time. Ninety nine is as high as you can go. Yeah. Do you think that because that's the established way of growing power, that it's not fair to suddenly stop being able to use the thing you spent hours and hours of your life growing? 
But what they they've grown they've got to the point where they can just attack people in this virtual world. Well, and everyone kill them. officially can grow their levels. Yeah, they can be wizards, so a wizard could do a spell on you. Yeah, it's not violent. You can say whatever you want to anyone. Yeah, but you can't fight them with a sword. I don't. I yeah. I don't. I have a, I have a problem with this. Like I, I just. I and I know. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing here. <laughs> But I mean, I know what you're doing here because you know I don't on the. You know I'm always going to be like anytime there's any restrictions, I'm going to be like no. What I about, do know that. What that's about people's so rights? <laughs> I know. But in this, but in this circumstance, the reason why we have these, you know, freedoms in the real world is because we don't we we don't have the ability to control what people do beforehand. So we always have to be like, well, you're not allowed to do that because of these reasons. Whereas if you could just program it so that people can't punch each other. Problem solved. You you honestly, let's say that they find a way in the human brain yeah. to stop that. Yeah. Some would say lobotomize. <laughs> <laughs> Some who wanted to use emotional language. <laughs> but would you would you be okay with that? I don't think you would. With what though? With what? With, with, with them? With the government human... forcing but it's people? Not, you're saying government, but in this, you're saying it's okay in a computer, but officially yeah. whoever owns that computer that everyone is using is the government of that computer yeah but but they're not they're not infringing any of your rights they're saying hey come into our virtual world where you can't hurt anyone what and you're like changed, okay what if it changed from when you started well, that's that fine you, you have you have the as long as you have the freedom to leave that's fine but it's the only one there's no other one in the world there's not a competitor well, that's well. I, my first question would be like, why is there not a competitor? Because they just they just do it better. Because it's a totalitarian state. <laughs> they just do it better. <laughs> well, if they do it better, but but then all these people who don't agree to these terms and conditions would leave and create their own little one, which doesn't have those terms and conditions. Okay, so this intrigues me. So if we could do minority report, yeah, and you could predict the future, yeah. you'd be okay with that. You'd arrest someone before they committed a crime. Oh. <laughs> if somebody falls into a freezing lake and they're, they're going to die if someone doesn't drag them out but if you dive in you could die as well do you have a moral obligation to dive in and save them? You have a moral obligation to try and alert someone it's happening to try and There's no one else them. around, it's just you and them But that's not the situation here, the situation is you're in a facility that can see and sense yeah, but murder I, happening but, but, You saw a murder was going to happen and you, yeah. wanted, and you admittedly said that you want to test the theory to see if it happens. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they were murdered and yeah. you didn't tell anyone that it was going to happen. Who are you meant to tell? You're the police. Who are you meant to tell? You're not. You're a subsidiary of the police. Well, I'll tell to my see superior. if your idea works. I'll tell the superior. <laughs> you are the superior. <laughs> well, how can I be... So I had no one to tell. <laughs> You've got the police to tell. No. They're on a plane and they're like, is anyone here a doctor? Can anyone save this person? And a real doctor just sat there silently. Yeah. If you found that out, he would be more to blame than everyone else, I feel. Yeah. You'd be like, that guy's a bad person. Okay. So Should he go to jail? Should he go to jail? video no. of a woman getting murdered by her husband and you watched it and you were like, let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the future. Yeah. And then you found out it happened. Would you not feel slightly to blame? I'd for that? feel bad. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not legally responsible. That he made. He has moral agency, and he made a moral choice to kill her. All right, but uh, couldn't you argue that you're taking away everyone's moral agency in the oasis because you're not even allowing them to make the decision to be a good or a bad person? You could make that case. Is, yeah. is morality, does morality exist without the option of not having morals? 
No. It doesn't. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think, you know, true freedom means that you have to have the option to make bad choices and like tra- make bad decisions for yourself and even for others. Um, but this is this is a virtual world. It's not a real world. You don't have to be in it if you don't want to be in it. But if you're spending basically your entire life in this system. But you're, you, you're doing it by choice though. Just don't go in it. Are you doing it by choice? If the real world doesn't really function anymore, if every job is there, if all the schools are there, if the way you meet, you could meet your wife and never actually meet her because she'd meet her on the Oasis. Like, yeah. Is that actually not now the world? Because we don't know we're not in the Matrix right now. If tomorrow we found, found out, out we were in a in simulation, Matrix, if we yeah. found out we were in a simulation scientifically, yeah. if they worked out that when an atom at its lower levels is actually a grid, that's how they say they'll know, isn't it? Um, it's it, not quite like, but I know what you mean. Yeah, they 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 know some like well, they know the fact that like why is there a speed of light? That could be because there's like that's just as fast as the simulation. We're just can like run. rocketing through these, these yeah, things. Yeah, if you don't yeah. know what we're talking about, I'm really sorry. I'm sure people do. If I know it, they probably know it. Yeah. Um, there's lots of tests they want to do to think of this if this universe is a simulation. So yeah. if we find that out. Yeah. It does change things, absolutely. If we find out that we're all just brains in a jar... Well, what difference does it really make? Because we don't know why we're here now. So if we found out we were a simulation, there's absolutely no difference between today and yesterday. Hmm. Interesting. Same way, like, I always... I kind of feel like if you found out you were adopted tomorrow, it doesn't change who you are right now. No. It doesn't change the person you are. It may change... Um, your family tree and your background and things but it doesn't actually change who you are isn't it similar to that the reason I I I have morals isn't because I think I'm not in a simulation yeah but surely morality is if you really go down to its most basic level morality is contingent on a few things like the reason why murder is so bad is because we believe generally as a society that you can't come back from murder that's what we we understand death to be final now some people say well yeah you're going to be in an afterlife all this sort of stuff but we generally as a society accept when someone's dead that's it everything they could have been all their dreams all their hopes everything is gone and everyone around them has to live with the consequences of that right we accept that as being a fact which is why murder is so bad now if murder wasn't so bad if if you killed somebody and they just regenerated tomorrow murder would be no more serious than than a parking ticket. I think no. I think the, I know you are right, but at the same time, I think if you've spent if you spent thirty years building up a character and every money, every coin you've actually earned, like a physical yeah. amount of money yeah. that you could have spent in the real world, you've spent there. Yeah, it's more like a really serious robbery. But that's it. You can see though, like even then, as you were making that example, you can see that what you were doing is you were you were. You were adding value to this. You were adding significance to this crime. You were like, "Well, I've spent thirty years building up, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, because can. and that's what gives it its severity but, but is mean. how important it is to your life, right?" Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's the same as actual murder. Yeah. I'm saying it's it's, which is why it does di- it is different because it's it's like a really serious robbery. Yeah, and so what I. Is it okay, if we're not talking about death, is it okay to ban robbery? Would you still ban robbery? If I said to you in the real world, oh, I've actually found a pill, 
Oh, yeah, I know you were really excited about that one pill you gave everyone to stop them murdering. I've got another one for you. It's going to stop them stealing. <laughs> would, you, my would argument, you also take that but one? But my argument would be the same. You can't force somebody to take okay. a pill because it's okay. their body. It belongs what, to them. What about this then? Okay. This one's very different to our other episodes because we just... Mm. You're just trying to trick me. That's <laughs> yeah, what's going on here. Fun. Yeah. Okay, how about this? Okay. So let's say... San Francisco. I'll just pick a random famous city of the world. Okay. Let's say San Francisco. No, Tokyo. Tokyo. Okay. Tokyo. <laughs> <know>. Yeah. <laughs> if you went to Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo announces. Uh, Welcome to Tokyo. Once you enter the limits of the border limits of Tokyo, um, the air is filled with a chemical that mm-hmm. we send out into the atmosphere that uh, restricts violence very specific violence and very specific stealing. I don't know how you do that, okay. but let's just say it's possible. It's sci-fi world. Okay, yeah, it's sci-fi world. Is that morally okay? Because you decide to live there if you want to. Yeah. Um, but it is altering the way you feel. This is a very interesting question. <laughs> because... You can see why I, did. I was so excited to ask you about this. Yeah. I knew we were at lead. <laughs> this, is, this, this brings into question... All like Georgism and like you know geo libertarianism and all sorts of concepts. Okay, so I don't know any of the things you just said, so you're gonna have to okay. give me the like Sesame Street explanation of those things. What's okay. Georgism? So Henry George essentially said who, that. Who was this guy? So Henry George. Your mate down the pub. <laughs> well, he was. Well, there's. Uh, t- the interesting thing is Henry George came along and he said in the, the uh, I believe he lived in the 1800s, um, that, not a new idea, this has been said by other people, but he sort of codified it that, you know, the world as it is, the, the earth belongs mm-hmm. to everybody. No one made it, no one built it, so all land belongs to everybody equally, right? And one of the consequences of this idea was they invented this uh, a game called Monopoly. This is what the game Monopoly is supposed to, uh, did you know that? No. No. What are you talking so, about? So, so what you're saying is the monopoly is anti-religious propaganda. Anti-religious? Well, yeah, because no one created the will. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Whereas okay. people, religious people say God created, okay, the monopoly is like, I need, to re- I need to rephrase this. No human being created the earth. God could create the earth. Okay. But no human being is. So, so how can a human being say, oh, I own these, this... 50 acres of land. I see. Because a Georgist would be like, well, you didn't make that 50 acres of land, so how does it belong to you? Land, right? That's right. Okay. Land belongs to everybody. Yeah. And then one, a woman who happened to be a Georgist mm-hmm. to, to show the unfairness of this system created the game, which I think was called the land game or something, the property game, and it eventually went on to be called Monopoly. Wait, a woman invented Monopoly? Yeah, yeah, essentially. She invented... Oh, what was it called? Shit, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Oh, it might be called The Landlord's Game or something. But essentially, what the game Monopoly is supposed to teach us is that how unfair it is that somebody can land on a square and be like, this land now belongs to me. And every time someone else lands on it, they have to pay rent. And And goes to jail. Yeah, exactly. And you run out of money and you go to jail. And the whole point of Monopoly, you know, we all think it's a bit of fun. But it's actually supposed to show I do us, not think it's a bit of fun. Well, I do. I enjoy the game Monopoly. Monopoly is friendship ending game. Yeah, it is. And it takes days. But it's supposed to teach us that, you know, it's it's not fair. Like, it's supposed to be unfair. You're supposed to have a feeling of injustice when you play the game I Monopoly. I do, and that's why... Well, it's, well, it, I played it, then it, 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 it
And that is, it's, a, it's actually, a, yeah, it's a game which is trying to display the principles of Georgism, which is that, okay, so what Georgists believe is that we should raise taxes through property taxes, through land value tax. Okay. So people who own a lot of land mm-hmm. should have to pay a fee to the community the because queen. all land belongs to all of us, right? Because I didn't build, you know, Mount Everest. You didn't build Mount Everest. So why should anybody else be able to like, oh, I own Mount Everest. Well, no one else, but so it belongs to everyone. What right does the government of Tokyo have to say that they suddenly own all of Tokyo and anyone who wants to come into Tokyo has to buy by their rules? Who says they own Tokyo? What who if there's they? a vote, though? What if all the people decide... What, the whole world? A vote of Tokyo. Or the people of Tokyo decide whether yes to say yes to this or no to this. Why do the people of Tokyo only get a say? What about the rest of us? Well, the thing is, you get to decide whether to go in or not. Yeah, but it's my land. It's Tokyo. It belongs to me. Oh, I see. I didn't really understand why you were bringing that stuff up. <laughs> you're really? Saying, you're saying that you own Tokyo, New York. You personally own Alaska. I own a percentage of everywhere <laughs> on Earth. And you own a percentage. <laughs> we all own a percentage. I can't believe I just went through all that and you had no it. idea what relevance that had. The whole point, the whole bloody point of that is that somebody can't just arbitrarily put some offence around an area and go, this is mine now. But if everyone's paying for that, if the, if the Tokyo people are paying for that land and they say it's okay. But, we're, but who says, but we're, this is all arbitrary. Like, well, I want to go, go to Tokyo. I'm a human on, this, on planet Earth. That is a part of planet Earth. Why don't I get to go there? Because some people who happen to be there before me you know, temporary, temporarily before me. Time, as we all know, is an illusion. So just because they're there before me doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know, as as McTaggart said, the unreality of time, it doesn't really exist. So why does that give them priority? So what you're saying... <laughs> yes. ...is that no one can do anything. Without my permission. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So, ultimately, no, I don't think Tokyo should be able to put a gas in the air that makes me not want to thump people. Okay, but the computer game can. But the computer game can. That you spend your entire life in. Well, you know, that's your choice. So, you're telling me if you were a level 99 wizard and you'd spent 10 years getting to that level... I am am so aroused right now (laughs) that you said I am a 99 level wizard. But let's say you are. Yeah. Are you not... Annoyed that you about what? What am I annoyed about? That you can't now battle people. <laughs> I can't. So you're asking me as a nineteen, a level ninety-nine wizard. Am I annoyed that I can no longer just assault with magics, with my violent magics, innocent bystanders in the street? I mean, yes, of <laughs> course, I would be annoyed by that. They're only innocent if they're not attacking you. But what if this? Okay, so let's. <laughs> You're verbally getting attacked by someone. You right. You can do nothing about it. Well, I can just not you listen. Could do, you could do a spell and be like, hush up. <laughs> the hush up spell. Okay, yeah. Hush up. The, or the set them on fire spell. Or the <laughs> not, turn really them inside out spell. But you're not really setting them on fire. And they're not really really abuse at me. They'll run away. They're not really. Yeah, they are. That's the one thing that is real, isn't it? Because it's, How is that real? Because it's really their voice you're hearing. And I'm really setting them on fire. No, you're not really setting them on unless you go to their house in the real world. And well, that's them. what I would do. But <laughs> no, but like, what? What do you mean? Like in this fake world, it's a fake world where they're doing a fake thing to me, which is hurl abuse at me. I'm in another pod on the other side of the world. They're not really hurling abuse at me. In this world, it's kind of World of Warcraft, so they're in front of you. 
Well, no, I know they're in front of me in the virtual world, <laughs> but their words are virtual. I can't... My ears, my physical ears, aren't hearing what they're saying because I'm in a virtual world. That's so... What? What do you mean, what? Your That's re- how it works. Your real ears aren't hearing. No, of course not. The same way as if I set someone on fire in the virtual world, their their physical so I, skin wait, is wait, not wait, on wait. fire. We need to go back to... So if I'm watching Netflix... Yeah. With a pair of headphones on. My <laughs> real ears aren't hearing the virtual no, of Netflix course. TV show. No, but if I'm in a virtual world, I'm imagining that my, 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 my consciousness is in this game, right? Yeah. I don't imagine I've just got some headphones in. Yeah, yeah you do. You've got a VR headset on. Right. With ear... ear I was going to say, you must be. Yeah, yeah, headphones. Yeah, headphones. Headphones. Yeah. And you're yeah. in a suit. Right. And if you're really rich, you can pay for the suit to be able to touch things and feel it and stuff. Right. And you can also, like, turn the gym mode on. So you have to, like, in a big hamster ball almost think you're running and shit. God, this is low tech, isn't it? I thought my consciousness was in, some, like, the no, Matrix. No, 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 no. It's a, I didn't realise it's literally system. just it's something cool. we could have tomorrow. Yeah, it's, yeah it, that's the why it's so great. It's 2041, but they have setups. Like, if you're really rich, like, you have gloves and if you touch them they even have scent machines so you can smell right. the things that are in there but for all intents and purposes you're just in your house people like shave all their hair off so that you can wear the mask better and stuff right like it's you're you're in it okay to win so, it so your real ears yeah yeah are hearing it okay some headphones. okay okay <laughs> <laughs> that makes anything different okay but still it's a virtual world. It's not a real world. I don't die in it. I don't get hurt in it. I don't taste real things. Right. I don't eat real things. Let me let me flip this around slightly to you. Okay. Oh, but you actually can't. So this is a, this is just because I love the book. I want you to know this. Okay. But what you, if you went into a bar, the bar down that the, there'd be a bar near your house that would be alerted, and whatever you ordered in that bar could be delivered to your house. Right. And brought to you, so you'd have the drink. But I'd be out. Room. But I'd be have to leave the game to go around to the front door. No, you don't. Little little machines. Little machines. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That that best time. You made that. <laughs> <up, didn't laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I had a really good point. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Okay. So, in this, you're assuming that you're just part of this, and there's people. But what they did is they created basically they created the internet, and then people created their own websites. Think of it that way. Right. So people create their own worlds. Yeah. So you can go to the um, what did I say to you the other day? Um, ah, the Zemeckis world, which is oh, basically okay. you arrive at the Zemeckis world and it, it, you are playing as Marty in Back to the Future. And at the end of it, if you complete, you get a DeLorean, which you can now drive around right. in this real in this virtual world. Okay. But on that Zemeckis planet, he has written the code to play Back to the Future. So you need to be able to fight Biff. You need to be able to do the things he does in Back to the Future. Yeah. But if this world has decided you cannot do violence in that area, yeah. even though you've built that world, you don't have a say. So hasn't it crossed over from that it's not just their decision anymore? It's the decision of the people that build the items in that world. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that in the sense that, well, it's like they've just made a shitty world, haven't they? Like, well, who controls this world? So what's, is it a corporation? Who controls this world? I suppose it is a corporation. In this, it's like the equivalent of like Apple or something. Right. But they actually do vote into power the president of the Oasis. Right. Which are the people that make sure that like it's always anonymous. And so, like no data is ever stolen. So isn't like, that the answer then? You just vote in somebody who is like violence is totally cool in designated areas? 
I suppose yes, but do you think it would ever be okay for someone to be voted in that says it's not okay it's to not have okay. license? Well, I mean, you could have. I would argue you'd need a constitution, wouldn't you? And the constitution would limit the laws that you're allowed to make. And I agree with you. I do actually really agree with that um, because I do think if you built your own planet, it's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you on that planet. And this is how it works. In I would like to say, this, none of this happens in the book. I was just, we were talking about something and it occurred to me that that could be a problem with this world. Yeah. But how do you, like, once this grows, it's a corporation that's owning it, but how do, when it becomes bigger than that corporation, when it is how we live, yeah. how do you decide who makes these decisions? I mean, this is this is this is existential stuff we're talking about. Here. <laughs> um, agree when you go into their world that they can make the rules. Then you've agreed that they can make the rules. You know, but um, if it's the only virtual world, though. can't they go build an, like another virtual world? Um, it's kind of like saying right now, if there's an app you wanted to make and Apple wouldn't give it to you, and you were like, "Well, I'll, I'll design my own phone and I'll release my own phone so I can release my own app," like that's yeah, like, you just do it on Android. That's what Android yeah, is. Yeah, but there's Android in this world where someone's done, but in this world there isn't. There isn't a, an alternative. It basically, is a monopoly. Right. Okay. Um. But the way they get around this is the guy that in charge is in charge of this virtual world has no restrictions on anything apart from the fact you'll always be anonymous. So it's like anyone can set up a business and make their complete own rules, which is the only way you could function because it's basically a neutral planet where you then decide once you get to your own area. Mm. But if they decided, like he in the book, he dies in the first few pages that the whole story is people trying to take over his company. So if the new person that took over his company decided to put nonviolence on everyone, then you've entered into a, into a weird zone. Uh, this is very relevant, isn't it? Because this is like similar to the Facebook thing that we're having at the moment. Is it? I don't really understand. I just get a million emails of people going like, do you still want to get emails from us? I'm like, no, I do not. This is great. Are you going to stop emailing me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like cause the, yeah, the Facebook thing. Like, well, like Trump at the minute, isn't it? Like the a, a, a judge ruled that Trump's not allowed to block people because Twitter is now considered like a public forum. And, you know, the President of the United States is not allowed to block someone from a public forum. Mm. So that's interesting that, like, Twitter now is not really an independent private company. It's now a public forum. And Facebook, like Zuckerberg, is going up in front of all these, in front of the Congress and in front of the EU and stuff because, you know... It's an interesting time, I suppose, because it's the world admitting that social media has now crossed over to being a way of life. Yeah. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. It's a diff- it's a difficult one because on the one hand, I'm like, if you're a private company, you should be able to set whatever rules you want. If people don't like it, then you'll do their own yeah, one. But how would you define, I suppose, it crossing over to public domain? Like, what does that mean? How do you even decide? Yeah. Because to me, the internet is public domain. You should be able to do whatever you want on the internet. Mm. Governments shouldn't be allowed to control what you view and what you. But then there's bad sides to that too. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you do. I don't know. It's, it's my ultimate answer is I don't know. It's really difficult. It's but that's really a brave difficult. answer. That's a brave answer to have, to admit you don't know. That's yeah, like, I these days, know. people don't do that. People are never like, I just don't know. People always are like, I know, and it's this, without ever even like, I feel like you can start a conversation with someone and they're like, let me stop you there, because 
I know. I know. I know what <laughs> like, the truth it's is. It's always that way, but it's exciting to not know, I suppose. Yeah, I, do, I genuinely don't know. It's very hard. I'd have to sit down and really think about it and discuss it with my sensei. Is that me? No. <laughs> but if it's not, I don't know who it would be. So, like, I suppose you are, yeah. Oh, you sounded so sad when you said that. <laughs> I'd have to talk it out, I suppose. Okay, so. Is this world of robot arms? <laughs> yeah. Is it a dystopian, utopia, or a utopia? I mean, it sounds quite good. It sounds like a utopia. They can go into I suppose this the ultimate, if the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to you is theft. Yeah. Which is awful. And, and there's like, no reason why they couldn't restore you, though. Like, in the real world, if someone steals your car and then burns it out, who somebody has to lose for you to be restored. Yeah. Whereas in this virtual world, no one has to lose for you to be restored. So they could just restore everything. Yeah, especially since if we're going with the world where they ban the violence, if someone hacks you and does it, then that's a mistake of the company. Okay, so we just had a, a bit of a mini crisis. Mm-hmm. We got a blue screen of death. With a smiley face. And a little frowny colon bracket. <laughs> upside down bracket. Oh, yeah, it's a frowny face. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, God. Just to add insult to injury. Yeah. But it kind of goes towards our theory that the computers are aware of our podcast and they don't like it. No, they don't. They really don't. They, <laughs> any sort of half-robot sentient being like Hawking would would, would. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, how I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to put the boots to Stephen Hawking again so we'll so this part. Did, uh, did that change your opinion the rage you felt when that computer turned itself off yeah did that change your opinion that violence in a computer game absolutely I've changed my opinion now <laughs> after when that little frowny face came up on the screen like oh we've just crashed and lost your whole podcast frowny, frowny face <laughs> That made me think, yes, we need violence. Violence is necessary because whoever programmed that frowny face, ooh. Doesn't it make you go the other way? It make you think, imagine losing your whole character that you've yeah. built for ages because of violence, so we should stop the violence. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. You're, you're tying me in knots, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I'll, well, I'll just not, not, not commit either way. I feel like this one has no answer. It's kind of a... It's... It's a weird, we've gone onto weird ground. Yeah. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. It's a difficult one. Um, maybe if we have some more information, we can come back to this one one day. Yeah, <laughs> when we're better prepared. Yeah. We <laughs> we're not so ignorant. <laughs> when I'm not completely ignorant about this, and I actually have an opinion that's based somewhat in, in some element of fact, then yeah, we can come back to it. So would you live in this world? It's hard to decide if you don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of this, of this virtual this reality world. Yeah, I want this problem. I would. It's a nice problem to have. It's um, yeah. It'd be, I'd love to have a virtual world where you go in and you know play games and be in parts of movies and. Yeah. So even in, I suppose, in a weird way, whichever answer we gave, it's still kind of a utopia. Yeah, I think it's still pretty good. Yeah. It's still, yeah. It's still good. <laughs> um. Uh, what's the question there? oh so what films does it remind you of I suppose it's obviously it's Ready Player One the book Lawnmower Man Lawnmower I've never seen that one no, no. it's that, I suppose like Matrix The Matrix um, Tron Tron yeah <laughs> oh my god we went the whole time without even mentioning we Tron we didn't mention Tron at Wreck-It all Wreck-It Ralph Wreck-It Ralph <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> not visual at all in Wreck-It Ralph they're real yeah the, that episode of Futurama where they go into the internet <laughs> I can't remember what the episode's oh, called oh yeah and they, 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 in my head that's kind of what it would be like yeah like when they're walking around the shops and stuff and ads just attack them and things I feel like we were talking about Minority Report when it came out last time as well uh, oh yeah because we were saying if you could predict the future would you would are you, you a murderer if you yeah, don't do it do I believe in future crime basically <laughs> is what you're asking me and again I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, didn't I suggest that we just let people get killed to see if it works first? And yes. you were horrified by that. I was horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> um, so, where in the world can we find you? Nowhere. Nowhere, Absolutely still nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Although um, you are now, you're not posting anything on Instagram. No, I'm technically on Instagram. I'm technically. You're watching. Yeah, like I'm just watching. Like I'm just creeping in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, that is all I'm doing at the moment. Well, if you want to find us, you can find us at www.drinksanddystopia.blogspot.com or we are on we tweet on Twitter because that is where you tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at drinks underscore dystopia. Right. Is there a reason why it's not drinks and dystopia? Is it someone? Had someone taken that like drinks and dystopia? No, but it was one long word. Yeah. And it didn't look as it good. It just, just looks like a collection of letters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was too hard. It was, and because it's dystopia. Oh, no. No, because you... it was and, and it ended in a D. Right. It was a okay. double D, and I hate that. I hate when there's you a hate, long hashtag. You hate double Ds. <laughs> Can't say I agree with you on that one, but... <laughs> but can you, use, can you use ampersands in it, or not? I don't think you can. Okay. That's all right. Drinks underscore dystopia. It gets, you know, it captures the gist. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna hopefully, hopefully, I'm gonna be posting some more sketches as well to drinks and dystopia soon. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do a, of... um, oh, so- Socratic sketches. Oh. So I'm gonna do some philosophy-based sketches. What everyone has been clam- clamoring for. That's what everyone wants, right? Oh my God, you're such a nerd. <laughs> you're such a nerd. Well, I have an Instagram, which is just for a plug here, is yeah. Doodlezilla underscore, and that's doing okay for me anyway. Yeah. But. I don't feel like they're the people that will want these sketches, so these guys are getting them. Well, there's, I mean, there's got to be an enormous untapped market out there for people interested in doodles related to <laughs> ethics. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's got to be a thing. Yeah. yeah it's I... a niche that you're now going to capture. Yeah. It's fine, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll, I draw that'll go before well. I am. That's... Yeah, yeah, That exactly. could be one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bore, therefore I am. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you so much for chatting for me with me. You're welcome. And, it's, next it's, week. and for such a reasonable fee as well, I feel. <laughs> the more we do, the lower you actually have to pay. If you, if you just pay... So if, I, if you sign me up to like another 15 episodes, you, you, the, the amount you have to pay me will reduce by an, a further 15%. Oh. So just consider that when you're updating your next package. <laughs> They don't know you're joking. I could easily be paying you. <laughs> Imagine paying me. Imagine I was getting money for this. For, for my contribution. I just made a tits joke. Like, you know, wow. Oh, wasn't that not a battery joke? No, no, no. no. You know, see, that's, that's even better. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah. Okay, next week I'll have a more structured one. Okay. Okay, well, to the stobias. Two drinks and dystopias.
<laughs> that noise, that didn't sound like two glasses at all. We haven't got glasses, no, so I've got I used one, I've got two bowls of nail polish. There you go. There we are. <laughs> We're oh, God, you, you pulled back the curtain there. <laughs> they saw the wizard, and he's a fraud. That's the theme of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.